Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Hello, hello, much love and light. This is Mahatma Starseed. Thank you to all you wonderful people that are joining us and tuning in to your healing transformation. Today, I have with me a new co-host joining the conversation, and I'm going to let her introduce herself first before we jump in. Hi. Um, I'm just making sure I can be heard. I'm like, hey. Um, my name is Monica Mith- or Schwemmen. I almost said my maiden name. And uh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Monica. <laughs> thank you for being here. Um, I'm, I love the platform that you've created. And I am so excited to be able to like share what I've learned on my own healing journey here. Um, I am an art teacher by day. So I believe in creativity as being healing as well. But I'm my other job in my business is, is helping people step into their authenticity and step into their essence and work through all the underlying stuff that is keeping them from really shining as bright as they are meant to, to shine. And it's a passion of mine um, because it is something I've worked on in myself for so long. Um, so... I'm excited to be here. Thank and, you. Um, trying to figure out my things. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I hear. We hear you perfectly. Oh, perfect. perfect. You yeah. are coming through. Yay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, I'm, it's just, I'm excited and it's awesome to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself and, uh, did you share where you were from? I am being more upfront no. and letting the audience know where our guests are tuning in from. No, so I am living in a town called Butte, Montana, and it sits between three different mountain ranges. Um, it's a beautiful place. Uh, you know, I lived here a little bit as a kid. I'm originally from Texas, but um, I just feel there's just a Around here, that um, hold on, I'm gonna do that. There's a realness and a rawness here that you can't find a lot of other places. Like, I, I just I learned that I could have a bad day here, you know, like people just are who they are, and I, I just really appreciate that um, about this place. So That's beautiful, yeah. You had me at the three mountain ranges. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's like you have to take a, a moment when you're driving down Main Street or you're driving down the, the street to really just take in the beauty that you really are surrounded by every day because you don't ever want to take it for granted, you know, because mm-hmm. um, yep. it's just one of those moments in your day that you can become present and aware and just just really take it in. Uh, being able to see the landscape in front of us is something that has uh, hasn't been really in the mainstream of our of a lot of our livelihoods and it is something that is starting to come more into the forefront for our people especially when in the realm of talking about healing and being able to heal right where you live uh, or within the vicinity of and a lot of the sound healing tracks that you'll find throughout the, the the podcast are done in locations sometimes that are on the side of a mountain, on the side of a river. You know, uh, I get a lot of natural landscapes 
uh, I put birds and waves and the wind is in there. You know, if I could help you hear a mountain, (laughs) (laughs) trust me, I'm going to get those sounds in there too. There was this one time that I was doing some sound healing in the mountain and the way that you can tell where, where someone is, is like, you know, what kind of birds are around, how high up they are and, and things of that nature. And so we can really learn to strengthen our inner ears by just listening to the depth of, of the sounds of nature around us. Um, I definitely feel like in this journey, uh, after switching myself from a numbing state to a sensational state I can hear the birds wings flapping now is that happening for you too no that's amazing you know I if I zero in on it yes it's not something I'm hearing naturally um but I do hear random other sounds like my hearing is exceptionally I call it I call it my superpower because when you really do start zoning in and and getting into the moment and really um, becoming aware of all of your senses, you do start hearing those sounds that you didn't think you would ever hear, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, the rest like the rustling of leaves in the wind for me is one or mm-hmm. the crunching, you know, just the, the little sounds like the crunching in the snow or the, the creaking of the floor as you walk. Um, That's so beautiful. Like that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think it's an important part of bringing yourself into the present is really starting to to become aware of what's in the present, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the big cycle that we're breaking um, as a community right now. One of my past episodes that I had with um, uh, Diana as the co-host, you know, we were talking about that collective um, awakening and together we're starting to experience so many more things presently um, at, at the same time that, you know, it's, it's something that is inevitable. And the more that we keep connecting, the more that things are going to keep being more vivid for our present moment. And that's really one of the reasons why I really enjoy having um, a multitude of different co-hosts that I know that as long as I open up the space, we're going to be able to resonate on a frequency that's expanding and sensational. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it's, it's really cool to watch um, all of the awakening happening. It's really cool to watch people stepping into their healing journeys and really taking responsibility and taking hold and, and, walking in a path of collaboration instead of um, competition, you know, like there's this shift happening in that regard where the more we, we work together and the more we, you know, use each other's expertise, the more exponentially we're healing. And it's really a magical thing happening right now in the world. So it's really cool that you're, you're a part of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, before we go and and start talking about today's um, focus topic, I just want to share with all the listeners, make sure you listen to the end of this episode and let it play into the next episode that's going to play. Because every new episode has a featured healing sound to go with it. Uh, so that you can reflect, you can sit back and, and start being more present in your day. Um, and so like, just to like, take us to this conversation that, you know, we were having this pre-chat and we were like, you know, what, what are we going to talk about today? And I love when intuitives come and be like, I'm open. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. We are open, but where do we want to be open for, um, is what is where we, you know, really drive our focus. And, uh, as you being one of the last guests that are going to be really helping us to pencil in and focus on our bonding um, habits with when we're healing. Uh, you brought up a really good topic, which was uh, bonding with the fear of judgment. Yeah. You know, and how it really, it really can hinder our energy if we don't really seek for a way to start talking about those things. 
Uh, so I wanted to just get us started and just ask you, Monica, what kind of uh, situations came, were coming up for you in regards to exposing more of that conversation? Well, you know, throughout my life, it's something that I've suffered with. And it I don't think I knew what it was at the time. Um, I, I suffered from a lot of anxiety. I, I'm a super aware, uh, like aware person. Um, I'm an emotional empath. So I can feel what others are feeling. And when you don't learn how to use that as a gift, it can become a burden at times. And you are able to feel when other people are uncomfortable. And then it, on your healing journey or before you start it, there tends to be this thought that you're the reason they're uncomfortable. And then you start spiraling into how and why. And it really creates a lot of anxiety, but it also takes you out of the moment. And there's there's years of my life that I spent um, spiraling, you know, into these thoughts. And I don't remember. I mean, I think there's a year of my life in college that I don't really know if I was that present in my life. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I was super in my head, analyzing everything. And, um, you know, the more I, I, I dove into my healing journey, the more I realized that it was, it was my fear of judgment of others. It was, it was a fear of me really fully stepping into who I am. I am very bingy, very big energy. And I do make people uncomfortable um, <laughs> because it is the nature of, of my energy. But I was afraid to step into it because of how it was going to affect others. And so I was living my life outside of myself, not within. Um, and that's a really not fun place to be if you've ever been there. <laughs> You know? Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at, you know, your comment about like, I don't know how present I was at certain times. And, and I'm starting to learn that too, you know, being that I'm going through this healing journey from the concussion experience. Um, I'm starting to understand that a lot of the things that I don't remember, the reason why I'm not like before the concussion, I had like memory problems. Let's just say that I did not always remember things. And so now where I'm at and understanding, you know, this vessel, my spirit and our susceptibility when our spirit isn't present, another spirit could be there. You know, it could be, it could be the spirit of, um, you know, just like, being there for the moment while my mind is is worrying about the past and so when you come back to the present you don't really get to have the full recollection because we were somewhere else with the thought mm -hmm. you know yeah we were somewhere else thinking about what was scaring us or or who was judging us you were missing what was in front of you and then you're right when you do come to the present you're like oh i don't have that <laughs> you know like i don't remember that the same way or mm -hmm. um i don't know if i remember that much at all you know and so you feel a little robbed of your experiences at times too i think you know it's a it's something that you have to heal in its own right as well because you know everything that we have gone through up until this point is um it's just that and it's led us to this point. So, I mean, we wouldn't be here today without going through everything that we went through, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I witnessed my children and, you know, they have this fierce like memory and I'm just like, I did not understand life like that. And so I'm just like, what did I do? You know, what did I do? What am I doing to people, you know, that it's giving them this market memory? Yeah. And it's helping yeah. people to stay present, you know, it's, it is, <laughs> it's the bottom line of most healing is awareness. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's where, you know, people ask me, where do I start? And I'm like, you start with practicing on practicing, becoming aware, because until that happens, we can't live in truth to how we are, you know, yeah. we can't live in, in truth to, to where we are. And a big part of living in truth is taking away that judgment 
of ourselves. You know, there's this fear of judgment of others, but it really boils down to that judgment of yourself. Um, And until you can take that judgment piece away, which, you know, I always tell people judgment is really just opinion. (laughs) It's someone's opinion of you. It's your opinion of yourself. It's not truth. You know, truth is truth. Right. Um, Judgment is opinion. Right. And I always tell people on their healing journey that you have to have compassion. And, uh, you know, I, I was at this women's retreat years ago when I really started just exponentially healing. And I, um, you had to describe your, your strongest trait. And I, I went up to this girl and she asked me and I was like, honestly, people don't, they just don't feel um, judged by that. And she's like, that's compassion. She's like, compassion is honesty without judgment. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so I use that a lot in my healing now is that we have to have compassion with ourselves and others. And, and it's, it's living in truth, but without judgment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing that I have um, been helping my own clients to focus in on is that a lot of people love to be judge and jury. They're going to execute themselves before they even get to the stand. <laughs> Oh, I know. You know, I was reading somewhere that we're one of the only honestly beats ourselves up for one thing, like yeah. that we feel that we have to pay penance over and over and over for a mistake mm-hmm. that we made, and it, you can't move forward when you're you're sitting there. It's shame spiraling. You know, Brene Brown yeah. is really good at. Um, bringing she talks about shame a lot and she's one of my favorites because she's big energy as well and when she brought up that term shame spiraling I was like oh my god that's what I do and so now I'm able to stop it Uh and and catch it you know because I became aware of what it was um I love that I love I I love the quirks that us conscious people come up with (laughs) yeah Because we need it, you know, we do need a visualization. That's the whole point of this uh, realm, this frequency, this illusion, whatever Mm -hmm. template you want to put on the word. And at the end of the day, you know, because individuals like ourselves that are locking into our intuitiveness and and our ability to be empathic, you know, we can immediately feel when someone is just, you know, taking that downward thought, you know, and, and it's a spiral, it's a spiral, you're going to spiral up or you're going to spiral down. Yeah, absolutely. And it's no fun place to be because it's, um, you can't change it, you know, like that's what, I mean, we want to control it. We either want to go back and control what happened or we want to, then we want to try and control what's going to happen. And the thing about that is we're not paying attention to what is happening. It's a lot of self-trust. Trust was my word for two years in a row. Um, <laughs> my word that I focused on because really without trusting yourself in the moment, um, it's hard to let go of that control. And if you don't let go of that control, then you're really shutting yourself off to what the universe has to offer you. Um, you know, and I the mean, power, the power is in now, you know, Edgar yeah. Tolley, you know, oh, you know love but... <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's rocked my world a few times as well. I mean, and he says it so calmly, right? Like, mm-hmm. because the point is to not be riddled. You must not sound riddled. Yeah. And uh, being able to bring context, a lot of our people haven't really been brought edification to their words on understanding, is this a present word? Is this a past tense word? Is this a futuristic word? And judgment is definitely not present. You know, it's definitely a past minded word because you have to look at the evidence to create a judgment. So the evidence is something that has already happened. Yeah. Right. Well, it is. You're creating a judge. That's a lot. That's that's a really (laughs) great point because you're creating judgment based on your schema, right? I mean, you're Mm -hmm. creating judgment based on your life and not only just your life, but the lives of (laughs) the family members and the people before you, society. Mm -hmm. It's when you're breaking through judgment, you're not just breaking 
through a little small piece of tape. I mean, it's sometimes it's walls of of stuff that is built up. I mean, it's 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 sometimes it's going out of the norm because it's what's been done for so long, but you just know all of a sudden it, it doesn't feel right, you know? Um, and that's what's happening right now is uh, with this healing movement, you can feel it in the collective is, as people are starting to um, push past that judgment. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because it's too heavy. It's too heavy to pick up. It is. It is very heavy. Yeah, it's a, it is a heavy energy and it, it's a lower frequency. Um, it's not a, a higher, you know, frequency. It's not, I always try to come from that place of light and love and it's not what it is. You know, it's, it's not an understanding. It's a, it's, it's it's not listening. It's the bottom (laughs) side of our intuition, you know, it's the bottom side. Well, it's not for us to judge. I was having this conversation earlier with someone and, you know, that goes back to that whole listening to fix or listening to give your opinion. And it's like, that's, it's not what we're really here for. Sometimes we're just here to listen and to take in. And, you know, I, <laughs> there, I, I, in my life, um, I used to drink more than I do today. And um, one of the reasons I don't drink a lot is because when I would, um, it would be to excess and I would start telling people how to fix their lives, you know, and Oh, the drunken guru. I know yeah, that very I well. Drunken, yeah. And I wasn't wrong, but they never asked me. Right. So right. When, you, <laughs> when you step into this, um, this role of healer, this role of, of big energy, this role of, of understanding, we have to boundaries become really big. And it's not just boundaries for ourselves, but it's respecting those boundaries of those around us. And when people don't ask you for your opinion, um, you don't really have to give it, you know, like it's for them to, to find their journey on their own. And, um, we can guide if, if it, if it seems right, but I, we have to ask first, you know, and that's something that took me a long time to figure out. (laughs) It is, it is a definitely key. Um, and, and that's something that a lot of people, you know, no crap on the psychic world, but a lot of people would just like come up to you randomly and just be like, you need a reading. Your aura is disgusting. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Right. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> what did you just say to me? That doesn't help me. <laughs> you just put me in a panic. Like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a boundary. I actually, you know, cause I'm an energy healer and, I had someone come up to me the other day and as soon as he saw me, he gave me a hug. And then he called me later and was like, you know, I need to apologize when someone's in your, your field, you probably don't need this chaotic energy. And I, I was like, well, first of all, your energy is not as chaotic as you think, <laughs> you know, right. but second of all, I don't tap into people's personal space unless I have asked or they want me to, you know, like I don't go around reading people's energy um it's a it's it's an ethical thing for me so i've learned in my um work to to not do that um unless you're asked and that's a boundary you know it's i i think when people first step into this work they think that they're helping people but you're not helping someone if they didn't ask for your help Right, right. Because if they're not open, and you know, that's when I tell people about, um, uh, you know, it's called intellectual rape. Yeah. You know, and you're, you know, you're forcing a, a sensational experience onto someone. And just because it's not physically visible doesn't mean that you're not doing it and it has been a place of disguise for so many of our people that a lot of people just openly accept it um and it, it's uh, these are my terms that i've created consensual rape you know people consenting to themselves being raped but then later on regretting it and then they don't do anything 
with what you've done and then they and then it goes and it creates more judgment you know it create actually creates more fear for the person to step into an intuitive zone because they think that that's how they're going to be presented all the time yeah no that's a that's a really good point and we forget to teach um people discernment you know um that's the word that comes to my brain when you talk about that is we all have discernment. We all have the ability to look at what comes to us or what doesn't and, and find our own truth and everything. Um, but when you're, when you're <laughs> pushing yourself energetically onto people, right? Yeah, they don't feel that. And um, honestly, it's not going to do anything, you know? I mean, but there's been times I'll send healing, but, and I'll ask their higher self you know and honestly every time I send healing because there is a there is this belief in the energetic world that you have to ask permission all the time but if someone is sick I will set the intention that if they want to receive it they can but I always set that intention if they want to receive it um right right I don't ever assume that they want to you know yes um it's key it is key yeah well we don't you know, even sometimes people come to me and they'll be like, oh, so what is my energy saying? I I am not here <laughs> to just read you like a, like a, you know, right. I don't work like that. You know, right. I have respect for my boundaries and I did not intuitively prepare myself to open up to another vessel. Right. Absolutely. And it doesn't work like that. I mean, it's, it's not a showmanship, you know, like it's. <laughs> it's a real tool to, to help, um, to help you and to help me, but it's not something that, yeah, I have people do that to me all the time too, right? <laughs> something that I'm going to do on the spot. I'm, I, I bartend from time to time and, you know, love to do that. And I'm like, first of all, when you're drinking is not the time to do this, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> And it's, you know, no, no judgment on drinking. It's just not, I, I just, it's not right. the time to, to dive into that, but. Right. Um, Especially like, you know, you, you got to be ready. You got to prepare yourself to do these things. And without proper preparation, we're like disassociating with the real energetic connection. Yeah. It doesn't come through as authentically as it should when you're you're put on the spot like that yeah Um, yeah and you know for a lot of years I used that as a way to judge myself and be in fear to not expand these powers because every time I would talk about it someone would always be like well tell me what you see and it's like whoa I'm you're you don't even want to know what I see (laughs) and that's why I used to tell him like listen you're not ready right what's going to come out of my mouth so yeah and I used to judge myself you know for that and and think that you know I was deciding for them but I was definitely intuitively accepting a part of myself and not realizing it at that time and that had to be you know, really worked on and and really brought care and concern. I feel like that I was able to diminish a lot of that judgment by being a a card reader. I would Mm -hmm. say I was an energy card reader. I'm, I'm not a terrorist. Um, I don't do, you know, I'm, I have not severely educated myself like most tarot readers, you know, kudos to them that understand full and long what the full card means you know the empress you know i know what these cards are and i just click to them to see what it how it resonates for the individual and so being able to feel comfortable with administering my energy exchange was the was was at that moment and i was able to relieve myself of a lot of judgment and fear you know what you don't like that I pull out the cards? That's fine. I'll pull out my Bible. Is that going to make you feel less judgmental right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. A, you know, you bring up a good point. What, the whole time you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking about, like, one of the key things in judgment is you start judging what you know on the inside by the factors on the outside, you know, and you start taking your power away. You know, 
we all hold this power inside of us, this, this power to take action, not power over, but power to take action for us, right? Mm-hmm. And when we look for that validation outside of ourselves, we give that power away. And that's a lot of what judgment is, is um, you're looking for that validation outside of yourself that you're doing something right. And it's like when all reality, you're not going to get it because no one's here to do it the way that you're meant to do it. Like we're all here to do it our own way. And we all have our own inner compass, AKA our intuition that guides us in our own unique, amazing way. And when we already know on the inside that what we're doing is right, then we have to trust that because when we start looking on the outside, um, they're not going to see it. Like people just don't see it the way you do, you know? Yeah. Um, and so then it takes away your power to take action. Cause you're like, Oh, Oh, well this really is stupid. Or, you know, like all those judgment or judgmental words, well, I'm not good enough to do this. Or if I don't do this like this right now, like you were saying, then I'm really not an intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, when right. it's like, well, no, you get to be intuitive in your own right. Like reading cards like that mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, I too don't know a whole lot, but I have a bunch of Oracle decks that I use mostly on myself, you know, mm-hmm. but um, just intuitively pulling it out. Yeah. You know, I, and I've been, I've been working on diminishing a lot of the judgment that has been built into my system. You know, the whole woo-woo, wah-wah, like, oh, stay away from the black magic and, right. you know, you don't... It's witch you wounds. Yeah, you don't know what's going to, what what you're going to bring into your life. And I'm like, what, truth? Like, <laughs> <laughs> an honest answer? <laughs> well, and here's the thing, too, with all that, you know, because I'll have people, um, and especially, like, really religious, um, you know, c- Catholics, and I'm not be wary of what I do and a lot of it is because of that I think is that preconceived notion of what I do being dark and for one thing I like to point out that darkness is really just feminine energy okay it's not evil evil and darkness are not the same thing but also (laughs) um when you, I come from a place of light and love and I didn't step into this for a long time in my life because I wasn't healthy enough to, mm. I couldn't decipher between the good and the bad. My vibration wasn't high enough for me to feel confident letting things in. So I shut it off for a lot of years and it wasn't until, um, I had my daughter, uh, she's 12 now. And I started really wanting to be a better person that, God, it was probably five years ago that I fully opened not maybe not even that three or four years ago I fully opened back up to this because I right like I'm coming from a place of light and love I vibrate at such a high level that even if you know all that stuff it can't exist in my I don't let it exist in my realm or my world and if things pop up for me I look at it as lost souls not evil like evil is such this weird word that um has this fear-based connotation that I'm not sure it has to exist. I'm not sure that it's, it's, you know, not alone. I like to say it's not alone. You know, I like to help us understand that we're all in darkness until we step into our light. Yeah. And what I have gathered for myself to release a lot of judgment that people have come to me with is like understanding that a lot of people and, and, and you can hear it. A lot of people couldn't be themselves in the light. So they went into the dark to do it. They went into the shadows to do it. They went behind the scenes to do it. And individuals like us are like, no, I'm going to go do it in the dark and then I'm going to come bring it out into the light so that you can see the shape of it so that you can hold it and see how light it is or how heavy it is and and being able to be the we are the balance you know we are the of lightening up the darkness you know bringing in the shades because we can't cool down in life without some shade absolutely and well you need it all you know it's you need masculine and you need feminine energy. And um, it's a balance of both. It's the yin and the yang. And the balance doesn't, balance 
isn't linear. It doesn't have to be down the middle, you know, Mm -hmm. but it, it takes both to function as that dialectic in life. Um, You know, a lot of this fear comes from our witch wounds, you know, I mean, uh, I love that witch wounds. Yes. And whether you believe in like past lives or other lives um, or not epigenetics is real. It's science. And you look back through the ages of the persecution of women and their intuitive nature as we stepped into almost a pure masculine energy realm. And, and it wasn't, you know, I don't mean women as in the gender, but that, that intuitive feminine energy that, you know, um, we tried to possess at times we were burned at the stake or killed or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, I've had to heal so many of my wounds of like people turning on me. And I mean, so we're bringing all of that trauma from that judgment of being intuitives and witches, right. Mm -hmm. Into this, this present moment. And a lot of us, it's a lot of healing to be done. And yeah, um, to fully step into that, um, that role. And I think that's a lot of why people are scared to step into their intuitive side too, is because of that. It's, it's so deep in their bones that it is evil from, you know, long, long ago, <laughs> that it's something that needs to be brought to the light and hugged and healed and realized that part of who we are, I mean, whether we like it or not, you don't, some of us aren't born intuitive and others aren't. It's not a gift that some of us are given and others aren't. It's just something that some of us have worked and practiced and embraced more than others, but it's something that everyone has in them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'd be the one to tell you it's in the Bible. It says, don't be fooled. You know, the, and you cannot take our people's ability to see the wonders and the marvels of the world. And I, I'm not quoting it exactly, but that's yeah. what <laughs> is being said. And then the other thing that I've learned from looking at, because I'm like, I'm looking at everything. I'm listening to everything. And so mm-hmm. like, you know, people are like, you know, Moses in the burning bush and stuff like that. And it's like, well, those were people of the land. So of course, like we started this conversation from the beginning, you're going to hear what you're tuning into. Absolutely. Um yeah, I just got chills when you said that about the end, that Bible quote. So that's how I know that, you know, things are, are right as my whole body will, will chill up at times. But, um, you know, I, Jesus shows up a lot in my healing. What you want to talk about, like <laughs> a healer and an intuitive in its purest form. I mean, he right. was magical and powerful and in all the right places. You know, it's mm-hmm. um, he's such a powerful healer that I actually call into a lot of my sessions if I just need a little extra help um right because he's the man of the hour when we're talking about some compassion (laughs) right (laughs) well yeah I mean you think exactly he taught us about I mean one of my favorite um you know the bible uh Matthew all about judgment and um trust and compassion and you know um it's it's really awesome if we can let go of what we think things should be and really look at how things are and live in that truth and let go of that judgment, how interwoven and intertwined everything really is that like what me and you do aren't as woo-woo as they, yeah. they are thought to be. It's spirituality is, is interwoven through all religions and all um, non-religions. I mean, it's it's almost like that inner working and that inner thread of, of everything that exists. And, and we just get to see it in different ways. That's the cool thing about who we are is we get to see it and express it in our own individualistic way. I mean, you look at art and, you know, art is a soul language. And there's a reason when you step into an art museum that some of it resonates and some of it doesn't because it's not speaking to your soul. And it doesn't make it bad art. It's just the way that it's presented, you know. Yes. Big facts. Um, you know, big, it's a big fact. And, and, you know, speaking about um, learning to just bring more compassion into the world. Uh, I was, you know, I'm still doing it. I like to play in the realm of like, what kind of different card decks can I get that are not just, you know, the typical standard, um, you know, tarot, mm-hmm. 
deck and or oracle deck you know i i'm i'm diving more into more things and and because when people come to me you know i i help with the intention because they asking me you know only because they asking me i'm not gonna tell them they're not asking me right and um <laughs> you know i i tell them i'm like it's just it's just information put on a card enlarged so you can remember it like right <laughs> It's just putting to words the thoughts and the feelings that you have inside of you. You know, sometimes it's words are limiting and sometimes the feelings and the thoughts are limitless. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's putting those. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So one of the card decks I got, Monica, let me show you this with you. I have it right here with me. It's a compassion deck. So I was like, oh, look, we're going to be able to light people's worlds up with, with flowers and rose petals. And so, like, I'm just going to pick out one that comes and... I've had complaints that people are like, this is, I don't like this deck. And I'm like, <laughs> it's supposed to give you compassion. I don't get it. And so I just pulled out one card. This is what it says. Don't be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's truth, right? <laughs> that's compassion is honesty without judgment. Jealousy is, is judgment. Right. I love that. Right. That's true don't be jealous well and uh, yeah and I could see where people are like what kind of flowers and roses is this (laughs) (laughs) because that those words right there if those like your listeners if those words elicited a response in your body that felt not good Mm. it means that that is something in us that we have to heal right so those that deck that you have is it's magical because like, mm-hmm. don't be jealous If those words. If you hear those words and you get defensive, if you get angry, mm-hmm. if you get any of those emotions, what's happening is that is a shadow that mm-hmm. we need to bring to the light and hug and heal and, and work on. And so um, it's a deck that's really, if people are ready for it, <laughs> can help you on your shadow healing journey of, um, really healing those places that we didn't know exist because that's how we know right like yeah. our judgments of other people if we're passing judgments on other people um sometimes it's good to look at you know how are we look are we judging ourselves for the same thing mm-hmm. you know um becoming aware of your thoughts that you that you say to yourself you know like what are the judgments that you're passing to yourself because you likely if you're passing them to yourself you are passing them to other people's and mm-hmm. people's <laughs> and that's not um that's not a judgment in itself that's just a truth right i'm not saying so the difference between judgment and truth is like truth i'm passing judgment on this person that's truth mm-hmm. judgment would be like you're a bad terrible person for passing judgment on this person right mm-hmm. so you take that judgment out and the truth of the matter is I have this judgment and I need to bring it to the light and heal it. I'm not a bad person. There's no shame that needs to accompany that truth. Um, right. You know, and that's where you take that judgment piece out of it. Kick that shame will to the side. Let someone else pick it up and learn for it for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> God knows I've driven it long time in my life. I'm, right. I'm over it. I'm done. <laughs> When it's time, it's time. Let it let, pass that will on. <laughs> I hope it gives you as much healing as it has given me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, this is, these are the ways that, you know, we can offer energy to situations that can feel like judgment, that can feel like jealousy, that can feel like you're about to be suffocated from suffering. Yeah. You know? And, um, just to read the commentary in the back of this card, which is in um, connection to what you're saying, it says, work with jealousy when it's small. Mm. Otherwise, when it hits full force, you'll be swept away. Yeah, that's true. I like that because emotions can get big. And if we don't look at them when they're small, um, it's hard to stop them in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and allowing allowing yourself to feel those emotions without the judgment, right? Like jealousy is gonna happen, and is it a bad or evil thing, right? Because that's a judgment. You can look at it for what it is, which is a powerful healing tool. 
of, mm-hmm. wow, why am I feeling jealousy right now? Like I'm feeling it. Why am I? How can I sit with it and learn from it and let it go? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, to segue into our empowers tip section, I always like to tell people, play with your emotions, man. If you got jealousy, full throttle, you have years of energy to use and utilize <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that like will scrape the last bit of butter out of the container, make sure I use everything. Yeah. <laughs> I say, leave no emotion left on held. <laughs> use it for your highest good and see what will be transformational for you. And so like, I like to like, just to give a little example, it's like, I'll, and I'll give a surface example. You know, you see your, your spouse having fun with another spouse, uh, with another coworker or acquaintance. And you feel that jealousy bought, like, you know, coming up and into the forefront. Why don't you go and talk to that other person? Why don't you yeah. tell that person how much you love your husband and all the great things you've been doing? <laughs> right. Or look at, you know, um, where is it coming from? Like, is there, is there a trust issue going on somewhere that, mm-hmm. you know, that we need to dive into? Like, what's the deeper meaning of that? Because jealousy or like anger, they're, they're secondary or tertiary emotions, right? So mm-hmm. where's the, where's the bottom you know, where's that? Because when you can knock that bottom false belief or knock that really heal that bottom belief, then all the ones that stack on top of it, they go away. Um, oh, they fall like dominoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So digging for that bottom, that's magical as well. Now I know why I keep on seeing those dang posts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why do they keep showing me this whole Legos thing? Mm. And but it starts destroying it from the bottom, and you can still see the fixture still kind of there until it breaks it down enough to where the whole mm-hmm. thing just has to come down at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that means I'm making some segue over here in my paradigm. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's that's the hitting those bottom false beliefs, you know, those unworthiness is a, fa- a bottom false belief, you know, right. unlovability right. is a bottom false belief. When you start really healing those, man, the exponential crumbling that happens is pretty magical. Oh, I love that. I want to have that conversation next time, Monica. <laughs> that would be awesome. That sounds, that sounds like a really good conversation for the next season, the bottom level beliefs. And just mm-hmm. like opening, oh, opening up those that I think is key. Mm-hmm. I love that because, you know, a lot of people will sit there and be like, oh, let's just play at the top. And I'm over here like, let's go to the bottom. Let's go. Yeah. to the It's <laughs> where I like to go. I mean, right. sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's scary, but, <laughs> you know, really, really rewarding in the end. Yes. Oh my goodness. So do you have any other types of empowered tips that you would like to share with the audience before we start wrapping it up? Yeah, I think one thing that came to mind is becoming, you know, we talked about awareness at the very beginning and becoming aware of how you talk to yourself is, is really important. And I think that's where we start with our judgments because really judgments start with judgments of self. And so how are you talking to yourself? And when you catch yourself, you know, think about, well, would I be saying this to like my daughter or my, my husband or my best friend? Like, is this, are these words I would use to someone outside myself? And if the answer is no, then you have to flip that script right then and there and, and, and say what you would say to your best friend yourself um, in any situation, in all situations. And it takes practice, right? It's, it's just something that, like you said, start small, you know, mm-hmm. when you, um, get out of the car and slam your door too hard and you're mad at yourself like (laughs) I mean something that small like how are you talking to yourself and how what would be a better way of talking to yourself and it's all practice like this whole journey is practice you can't yes anything until you you practice and you're gonna mess up and you know you're you're gonna fall back and um but if you're not practicing you're not moving forward so 
That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that movement of filling up our cups with improvement versus disagreement and judgment. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me on here. It was, it was beautiful. We have to celebrate. Don't forget to celebrate your wins. When you see something that you know that you did better today than you did yesterday, that is a win. That is a celebration. Take a moment, wave your hands in the air and be like, woohoo. You know, I mean, the more energy you give, the more you get. Right. So if we're coming from this place of abundance and wins, then that's the kind of energy we're, um, creating in our lives so that's what i will leave you with but this was awesome thank you thank you this was amazing as well and before you tune out can you please let the audience know where they can find you and if you have anything else on the table for them yeah you know um my website's a really good place to go and so it's um w in the raw that's m-o-m-i-c-a in the raw um you can also find artfullyintuitive.com as well. They both take you to the same place, but it has everything, you know, um, my email, where to follow me, the services I offer, um, motivational things, daily affirmations, all that jazz. And, you know, I have some programs coming up, but I don't have enough to talk about them because they just are in the works and it's so exciting. But I do my services, I offer packages on energy healing. I do what's called soul purpose mapping as well, which is um, uses hand analysis to kind of map out your purpose in this life and the lessons we're here to learn. And so um, checking into that because it can be done all over the world. I think it's a really good start in your healing journey um, to have that map. It really opened my eyes to to the things I've struggled with in my life and, and going, Oh, that's a lesson I'm here to learn. You know, our <laughs> fingertips tell us a lot about our life. So um, yeah. finding all that on my website, but that's what I got for now. Thank you so much, Monica. And for those of you, make sure you go tap in, follow her page and get more intuitively sound. And for those of you that are looking to dive deeper and to understand more of the topics that I have been bringing to the table, you can definitely reach out to me, schedule a discovery session. Let's talk about how you can get yourself in a better alignment. discovery session link if you go to my bio page on my IG, Elite Motivation 411 is where I offer those free discovery sessions and I can help get you started on at least a 30 day plan. So until then, I appreciate you all. Keep healing your mind and loving your light. Thank you, Monica. Thank you.